From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata. I'm here with our Director of Advisor Education, Jeff Goodnow. How many times you wash your hands today? Uh, only a few. You know, I had to empty tanks. <laughs> I definitely wash them. Uh, had to put some bug stuff out, washed them. But I'm not having a conniption fit over, over washing my hands. I stay pretty clean, man. All right. Well, the only reason I ask is we're recording this on Thursday. What's today's date? May 5th. Uh, March 5th. 5th. So we're sort of in, in, the, in the midst of this whole outbreak. And, and that's something we're going we're gonna to discuss here, the pandemic, coronavirus, all that stuff. Right. So let's get into it. I know you, you worked hard on this, getting the intro and things framed out for, for what we want to talk about here. I know, you know some of the, the pandemic news things ruffle our feathers yeah. a little bit, but why don't you jump yeah, in? Yeah, sure enough. So uh, you know, ultimately, you and I were, were talking the other day about, like, well, you know, what is this black swan, right? That's the, that's the word, de, yeah. the phrase du jour. And, and so, of course, we like being the calm in the storm. And, but therefore, we wanted to do a little bit of research. So, so there's a couple of things we, we really decided to talk about uh, more than just uh, more specific than just Black Swan, but Black Swan as it relates to what well, the situation we're in right now, right, which is a virus or pandemic sort of circumstance. And so we did a little bit of research, put some stuff together, and that's really what we want to hit today is talk about that subject. Yeah. So Black Swan in 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 the in the um, I guess thought process of the market right. itself, not necessarily. So, so, all right, let's, let's start with this. What, what yeah. the, what's a black so, swan? So for our context today, a black swan, and this was popularized by Nicholas Tlaib back in uh, 08 in his book. <clears throat> Excuse me. I must be getting the flu. Uh, um, anyway, the, the point is it, the black swan as it relates to investing is something that cannot be predicted, right? You can model, you can do all these things, but if you can't predict something that happens, then it's considered a black swan by most. And, and that, it's kind of a scary proposition if you think about it on the surface, because if you can't predict it, oh my goodness, what's it going to do? And that's kind of our point of today. And so I guess you pose the question to me, you know, do, when it comes to markets, do black swans even exist? Right. And, you know, I'm a big proponent that there is no such thing as a black swan when it comes to stock markets. Reason being, you know, and Med Faber had this great article that we'll put in the show notes um, about risk and declines. And one of the things he pointed out was 70 to 80 percent of one percent declines. This is going back to 1928. Happen in a downtrending market. And he was his definition of a downtrending market was a 200-day moving okay. average. Right below right. that would be a downtrending market. And the thought process is that humans. We are humans, and humans are still trading for the most part, react differently in markets that are declining. And therefore, there really isn't a black swan. It, most of the risk and volatility happen in declining markets. You can make the argument. People say, well, black swans happen, wars or you know, attacks, but what's the context behind right. it? You know, That's the most important thing. I, and, and that's where we can have these arguments back and forth, but in terms of the market and how it reacts, I just don't think black swans necessarily exist yeah and now that's not gonna not not a lot of people are gonna agree yeah. with me there i don't well, think that, but no no I, I, you and i are on the same page so what we're really looking at the three things we're going to talk about is we, we've actually already kind of discussed well what is a black swan what's the, the that look like uh, but we also want to look at what affects 
uh, are correlated to these types of virus black swan events or pandemics, whatever you want to call them. And then lastly, well, what does context matter, which you've just basically uh, just touched on briefly, but also what about your style of investing? Does that make a difference? So let's dig in a little bit and, and start looking at some of the effects. And, and I want to give a little disclaimer here first. We are going to focus, and I'm going to give you some stats on the issues surrounding the deaths that have occurred from these virus iterations over the last 20 years. It is not intended to like make light of it. We're not trying to be humorous in that, that, that situation. It's just a matter of we want to get to the facts, how many people actually died, and, and therefore when we're in the middle of this one right now, how is it a black swan? Should we be super scared? You know, what's going on from there? So, and listen, I know the point of this disclosure, <laughs> you know, the, we have to make sure, but you know what? At the same time, you know, whatever, man, you know, like people are going crazy and they need to calm oh, look, the fuck down, yeah, but go hey, ahead. For what it's worth, go. when this airs, I'm going to be in Cancun. That tells you where I'm at. So maybe I can't come back. I don't know. I'll take my laptop. I may be quarantined from there. So, so let's hit a couple of these real briefly, some, some stats. Um, we're going to show, uh, we'll have this image up here. What got this started was an image from LPL put out. I saw it in social media and it referenced SARS and Ebola and Zika and the index S and P index returns 90 days after the announcement of these, right? And when you'll be able to see this during the podcast, it's a uh, up 22, up six, up nine and a half, basically, right? This is, Oh, that's no problem at all. But again, that doesn't take into account what was really going on. So I'm going to give you, do you have any comments about that before I give you the stats on how many deaths occurred from these different things? Yeah. I mean, this, this type of buy and hold marketing is as disingenuous as yeah. it gets. Um, I hate it. It's usually broker dealer led where they just shoot it out to their monkey advisors who then forward it on social media and everyone just gets in line there's no context around it. You know, yes, three years later after the, you know, bear market, markets were up whatever percent, you know, but no mention of the 56%, you know, daily right. decline in the middle right. of that. So, well, another yeah, podcast, another, that's sorry. all right. I'm grumpy today. <laughs> that's okay. So, uh, again, let's get to the context of how many deaths occurred from these things. I think it's going to shock some folks. So, in SARS, and most of these were basically two years. So, SARS was 2003 to 2004. Zero deaths. Ebola was 2014 to 2016. Wait, zero zero deaths in, in, I, in America. Oh, good point. Zero I deaths say, ever in America. This is all for the United States. This also. Oh, you're so America centric, man. Look, there's a whole world outside I would of agree. Kansas. I would pal. agree. However, if we're gonna get scared, freak out, and have uh, you know, fall down in convulsions over our investing philosophy and process because of these things. Well, then I wanted to know what deaths occurred in the right, United I States. I agree. Most Americans only care about Americans. Let's so, go on. Uh, SARS, zero. Uh, Ebola was 2014 okay. to 2016. One in the United States. Zika, one in the United States. Uh, that was 2015 to 2016. So there was a little bit of overlap there. H1N1 is the oddball, and that was a very unfortunate. In the United States, there's an estimated almost 12,500 deaths. Uh, that was uh, basically a 09, uh, April 09 to April 10. Um, that's an estimate. It's the only one that CDC gave an estimate on because they really were looking for not just, I have to give this caveat, not just immediate deaths because of that, but did that cause your system to be compromised? And six or eight months later, you well, died. Well, hold so. on a second. Did you, did you look up what the regular flu is? Because isn't that something like 15,000 a year? Last year was six. Did I just make that up? Last year was 16,000 people. 
Regular flu. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So H1N1. Yeah. Hey, here's 000. another Go one. Ahead. SARS is now considered just the flu. Did you know that? CDC says so. No. We're, let's, All right. let's, let's not. All right. So COVID-19, uh, that is our current situation, right? We are in the coronavirus, of which there are many coronaviruses. There have been now, as of this morning, it was updated to 11 deaths. Um, again, that okay. it's a sad circumstance for sure. But again, it, to your point, with regular flu, or I'm going to give you two other fun little stats. Um, I think you keep it into perspective. Uh, from 19, uh, let's see, what do we got here? The American Federation of State County Municipal Employees, 1970 to 2005. Did you know we averaged five, over five deaths a year from manhole covers? That's like cutting your, like being thrown at you or being, t- wow, fall, like you can fall into one if you're, you know, walking and not paying attention. Um, I suppose maybe they're moving one, it could fall on you, kill you. I don't look, they had a whole list. There were 185 people killed in that 35 year span from manhole covers. So something that, but, but that's a man-made thing. So I wanted to take another step back, right? And okay. not just get, again, not trying to be humorous about it, but what about something that none of us have any control over, right? That's the idea of a black swan. You can't predict it. Lightning strikes. On average, the National Weather Service says kills 49 people a year. So we don't have conniption fits, sell all, jump out the building and say we can't save any money because of these things. So when we have a virus scare, yes, it is scary. Yes, you want to take your own self-assessment. But, you know, come on, take a breath, take a breather. I think it's important. Again, we're not medical experts, but I think it's important to take a step back and and just just kind of let some of those things happen and and keep to your process. So that well, I'm going to play I'm going to play I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah, I know we're the voice of calm and we're (laughs) trying we're on the same page. But devil's advocate, you know, the Spanish flu wiped out millions right right a lightning strike will never wipe out millions so manhole cover (laughs) will never wipe out millions and i think that's the sort of the 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 missing point here is that these things were contained but a pandemic can be a once in a lifetime bug that wipes out millions and millions of people it is and i think that's the fear where where these other stats that we pull out you know, like I pulled out one because you asked me to last year, 6,200 pedestrians died. Yeah. Right. But you're never going to have a year where 10 million pedestrians die. Um, maybe after Telsa does the autopilot <laughs> some more then, but not now. Uh, so that's before you move on that. That's I think that's the caveat we should make sure people sure. understand. From our yeah. Well, and so that's that's where we're going to. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, you know, again, we're going to take the next step, though, and we're going to go into the context of both what was going on in the market environment when these things happened and therefore some of those effects and, and were they directly correlated or not. As, yeah. And, and that's, this that's is, your bailiwick as well as what does it matter what your philosophy is or your style or what does, should it matter? Right. So you can fire away on, on context. With everything in life, context matters. You know, you cannot make statements, and this is what bugs me about the media and also the buy and hold crowd now. You cannot just make these statements without context because in most cases, they're false, right. right? So when I hear things like, hey, don't worry, after H1N1, the market rallied 35%. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That was at, from April 2009 to what? Uh Sorry, uh, April 2009 to April 2010, right. coming off one of the greatest bear markets right. ever. Mar- 
Right, March so March tenth of '09 was the bottom of that uh, the Great Recession. Correct. So did the market rally, you know, because they didn't care about H1N1, or because we just had a bear market? So I want to go through. Yeah, this. There's yeah. a couple Fire of away. these SARS, for example, February two thousand three to February two thousand four, the S and P rallied thirty five percent during that period. Right. Mm-hmm. Also coming off a bear market, context matters. So in that case, it didn't have an effect because of where we were in the market cycle. H1N1, the market rallied 48%, coming off one of the worst bear markets ever. Ebola, once again, rallied 8.5%. We were in the middle of a bull market. It didn't matter. Context matters. In this case, we are way deep, extremely, extremely overbought (laughs) on the end of a really long bull market. So if the market starts declining from here, was it because of this or was it because of the fact that we were already in such an overbought condition that the market was waiting to sell off no matter what it right. was? I don't know. But this is my point about black swans not necessarily mattering without context. Right. Everything has to be given with context. And in these past examples, you can't say that, hey, look, you know, don't worry. The market was up this much after this pandemic without telling people what exactly was happening during that now, time. No, I think you're spot on. And, and uh, you know, so you've given some some detail around the context, and, and I want to take a step back, and this really goes back to a podcast, that I, one of our first ones, and I, I referenced this kind of circumstance. I wanted to look at or talk about, well, what about the style of investing, the philosophy that you have? Should that make a difference? And, and I'm going to make this very simple statement. Since the world seems to do nothing but talk about strategic investing, if you're a strategic investor, kudos to you. No problem there, right? No judgment. But none of these things should matter. Black swan should not be in your vocabulary. Because if you're a strategic investor, by definition, you're investing for this long-term trajectory and not going to change anything based on what happens in the markets. So what difference does it make if there's a virus or there's a whatever, right? It shouldn't. You just dollar cross right. average into it, and you know this shouldn't affect Let her fly. you at all. But unfortunately, <laughs> it does because people are because human. people are human. Their emotions get a hold of them, then they want to make a change. You know, oh, I want to get out now. No wait, I don't want to get out. Hold on, I want to. That's the last week, right? It's it's this nasty, ugly back and forth. Um, but again, it's you know it's it's all about your style and, and your philosophy. Because if you're trying to be the opposite, would be true. If you're trying to be active or tactical in some format, then it's not necessarily the headline itself. And that's what I wanted to distinguish. It's not necessarily the headline. It's that context that you spoke of from the standpoint of, okay, well, what what is our process and are we following it? And I'm not just saying that for us as a manager, but every advisor that's listening to this call. If you're trying to be active in some form or fashion, Follow your process and headlines be damned. Because if you try and chase headlines, I don't know of anybody that's ever tried to, excuse me, been successful investing positive or negative on headlines. You just can't. It, it, that's, that's, I think that's a fool's errand. You, uh, you, I mean, listen, I, I, I wrote this story in the commentary. My, I had my parents out here mm-hmm. last week and, and my dad was sort of, you know, <laughs> flicking his phone left and right trying to figure out what's going uh, on. And I got through about Wednesday afternoon without even looking at CNBC, um, you know, because a lot of times we're not trading intraday. And, and so I just I see the emotional side of it all over. Just people talking to me. I, like I rarely tell people what I do, but the people that know – 
it's like, oh, what's going on with this market? What should I do? And it's just like a conversation, uh, you know, dead end for yeah. me, right? And it's just like, it's emotions. It's emotions and emotions. And if your process is to trade, get involved. Start doing what you have to do. Reduce risk, you know, buy on certain triggers. But if it's not, then just go do something yeah. else. No, I, I absolutely agree. And and I think, um, I mean, unless you've got other input there, I think we need to, to sum up this concept of, of myth what's your you know kind of what's your your summation if you will your short answer <laughs> i just i don't think i mean to us we follow the data right so as the market declines or increases and the underlying data changes whether that's the price of indices or market breadth it affects our systems it doesn't matter what actually happened to make the data change it just comes down to the data changing and i always tell people that where you know, a lot of times, like 2011 with 9-11, you know, the market sort of declined after. But it was already weakening going into it. It had nothing to do with necessarily that attack. Maybe it could, you can make the argument that that flicked it off the edge. But yeah. for the most part, you know, markets react on data and not on news, um, at least in the mid, mid to long term. Maybe a couple of days here and there you get some overreaction. But it's usually warranted. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I go back to my statement, right? The, the context of what your philosophy is and what your trading style is or lack thereof matters as much as anything, because depending upon what it is, these black swans, they don't exist. If you're strategic, if you're tactical, then it's not the black swan itself. It's about what effect it has on the data. And therefore you're making your, your decisions accordingly, hopefully not with a psychological, emotional tilt to it, because that's, uh, again, that that's, I've seen horror stories. Just just don't go there, have a philosophy and stick to it. That's our summation. So on that note, uh, how about recommendations? So, I, um, you know, we use uh, a planning software, not financial planning, but we were using Microsoft Planner and as a team trying to figure out how to assign tasks and all these different things. And Christopher, uh, our director of marketing, loved these uh, teamwork mm -hmm. software. And so we went out there, looked at different pieces of software, and my first impression is I, I love it. I mean, the, the fact that we can set up a list of tasks and have them be in order where when you finish one thing, it automatically kicks off to me. Maybe some companies and advisors already have this in place. This is our first crack at a teamwork software that, that actually mm -hmm. works. And I don't know about you. What are your two thoughts on that? I, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I definitely. I like the organization. I like the setting up my favorites, the dependencies. So you wrote a blog. You marked that you finished it. It shot me a notification. Hey, Manisha's just finished this, and now you're up basically. And so when I finish it and it goes to Jen, right. And I don't have to, none of us are passing yeah. links back and forth. None of us are doing anything. It's just check the box. I'm done with my task and it moved the dates up. So her date was now two days away instead of three. Cause I finished mine early. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty slick. It's, it's pretty beautiful. Slick. I'm, I'm hesitant to give Mr. Norton any credit on this technology <laughs> thing since he's such an Apple <laughs> fanboy. but I have to give him a shout out. It, it works really well, and its uh, teamwork has definitely helped us get organized. All right. Well, I'm going to keep mine short and sweet, uh, especially after this a little bit uh, ominous sort of podcast with some of the data. Um, if you're ready to be offended and you're ready to have a good laugh, uh, hopefully those two work together. You need to watch, and I think it was 2012, Ron White did a, a, a special. He's a stand-up com uh, comedian called A Little Unprofessional, and that is probably the biggest understatement I've heard in six months i mean 
we have fun on our podcast, but glory be. Um, yeah, definitely watch it, but just don't do it if you're going to get... Where? Uh, where it's on uh, where Amazon Prime, it? Hulu. There, it's a, actually a number of places you can catch it streaming. Okay. So, um, But it's okay. definitely worth a lot. I mean, it is... I, I was. My wife got mad at me. She told me to be quiet. I'll just put it like that. Uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to think about what I was going to say because it's not exactly what she said. Anyway, um, wait. Your wife told your wife told you to shut up. I haven't heard that. Oh, before. she told me much more distinctly than that. Um, all right, have fun in Cancun. Right. Um, Peace out. Here, thanks. Later. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 